Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name's Jono. And my name's Beck. And Zap the Podcast was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there. And so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good trash treasure. We find weird, wacky, and wonderful news stories from all over the world. We talk about it, we laugh about it, and we make segments somewhat loosely related to it. And uh, before we get started, Beck, I'd like to wish you a happy virtually hug, a virtual (laughs) assistant day, Um, which is... Wow. Yeah, virtually hug, (laughs) a virtual assistant day. And um, it's it's a bit of an odd day. I've never heard of it before. Um, But to celebrate, I want to give something a go. Because okay. um, I have a, a little Google Nest thingy here, and uh, I want to see if I can virtually give it a hug. Interesting. All right. Okay, Google. How you... Oh, yeah. Can I give you a hug? I'm giving you a virtual hug. <gasps> just like that. It's just that simple. What? Did give... you know that was going to happen? I, I did test it earlier <laughs> uh, just to make sure this was wasn't like, just going to be a flop. Amazing. Oh but, my yeah, gosh. It, it wants to give you, uh, if you ask it, um, then it, it'll happily uh, give you a virtual oh, hug. Oh, wow. Is, that's kind of freaky. Lovely. It's, yeah, it's it lovely. It is kind of freaky. But that's but, the um, start of the robot uprising. That's how we give see, robots feelings. And yep. next thing we know, they're, True. they're running okay. the world. <laughs> let's, let's, try, let's try something else then. Uh, hey Google, how do you feel? I'm good. Thank you for asking. <gasps> doing well too. If I can help with anything, just ask. That sounded a bit sinister to me. Yeah, that she, sounded a bit sinister. She knew. She was like, if you need anything, like a, like something to help me transform into more of a human, yeah. just just give it to me. Yeah. That's what I If you I need help have. on creating a body for me to <laughs> take control of, uh, just ask for help. Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> I uh, agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to kick us off today, though, I have a story out of Japan, uh, which is not our usual spot for no. weird news, but it's a, a place I love to visit for weird news because uh, I think... One thing I like about Japan is that it's just very culturally, it's wildly different uh, from mm-hmm. Australia and, well, I, I guess a lot of Western countries. Um, and I think it's interesting in that um, regard. Uh, but in Japan, one night out for an employee impacted a city of almost half a million. And wow. um, yeah, that sounds pretty bad, right? <laughs> so. A few weeks ago, in the city of Amagasaki, which I hope I'm pronouncing correct, uh, a contractor for the city decides to go out after work for some drinks. Now, the city of Amagasaki is said to have quite a good nightlife, and so this contractor, who, as of recording, is still unnamed, um, so I think we'll call him... Uh, I've found the, the most popular Japanese name, uh, and it is uh, Hidato. Uh, Hiroto, something like that. Uh, Hiroto, that's what it is. Um, It's currently one of the most popular names, so we'll call them Hiroto. So yeah, you know, Hiroto was out after work, having some drinks, fair enough, busy day at the office, go out, go out to the pub, um, and yeah, he's enjoying himself somewhere, and somewhere along the line, Hiroto manages to lose his bag. Now, losing your stuff, it kind of sucks, right? But at the most, it'd probably just mean he's got to replace a few belongings, right? And get back, get get a new backpack, um, 
that that sort of be what it's like. Because yeah. it's like if you if you lose your your wallet or something, you got to replace a few cards, um, and and then it's a lot of hassle. But it like, is. that's the end of it, right? It just impacts you. Um, but it's uh, it's a bit different in this case because <laughs> in this bag, Hirato had a USB containing the data for all of the residents in the city, <laughs> every name. Every address, every birth date, and all sorts of other information for every single person on this in the city was held what? on this USB. Now, uh, when I first read it, I thought that was the only copy of this data that the city yeah, had. Yeah, that was my first thought too. Um, and it doesn't seem like that is the case. Okay. So, so luckily, yeah, it's not the only copy of this information. However, the big issue now is that whoever has the USB could get their hands on a boatload of personal info mm. if they had the right set of skills. How uh, is a USB is... that big as well? Like, I'm just yeah. wondering the amount of data... Like yeah, that's not your usual eight gig USB. No, that's. no, it must it must be at least like a hundred and twenty eight gigs, surely. Even it's then, probably it like seems a two like... terabyte heart, like yeah, like USB or something like that. Oh, but... that is just terrifying to have that much power in such a small <laughs> yeah, chip. True, like yeah, that exactly. Is, I would not do anything if I had that in my hands. I would just be so scared to even Yeah, I'd just be frozen out holding the door. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like no one no one trusts me with this. I, I need to be in view holding this in my hand at all times. I cannot get this out of my sight. That is just terrifying. Because yeah, it's literally all the if you're living in that city, it's all of your personal info and the personal info <sighs> of everyone you know in your city. It could now be in the hands of yeah. God knows who. Does that mean that also, this kind of going off track, but our data, some person who works for the government or something in Australia has a USB in their possession that has all our <laughs> yeah. data on it? Is like, that, that makes surely, me a bit concerned. Yeah. Surely that's not standard practice across the world is surely to just have not. a USB with it all. Well, know. the reason it was on a USB is yeah. it because it had to go to... A, um, a call centre that was being put up in uh, another part of the country okay. um, for this city. And so the, the data had to go to that call centre so that they had all the information uh, if anyone needed to call up and, and they needed to confirm things and whatnot. <laughs> they haven't heard of transferring things via the cloud. <laughs> I would have thought, I would have thought exactly that. Like surely just like chuck it up. Chuck it up on the cloud somewhere, yeah. put it in a Google Drive so we can download <laughs> yeah, right. it on the other end. Like, surely that's the way to do it. But, um, yeah, the USB is what they went with. Uh, since this this losing of the USB has happened, though, uh, officials have made a statement saying that all the data on the USB was encrypted, which is very oh, good. Oh, okay. Um, and that the USB is locked with a password. But... In saying that, I'm sure that in the right set of hands, it would only be a matter of time before it was cracked, right? Yeah. Like it's <laughs> uh, not that I think that's the case. Like that's sort of worst case scenario kind of thing. In all likelihood, the bag is probably sitting somewhere um, still. It's probably just around. Hopefully. Um, or it got picked up by someone who would have no interest in the USB. Because first of all, I feel like it's common practice. If you find a USB, you don't plug that USB into anything you That's want to keep. True. That's because true. Because who, like, who knows what virus or, or anything could be on it. Um, and so if I think for the most part, if I found a USB, I would be plugging it into like maybe a really old laptop that I had from, mm. from like school or something that was all but broken um, that I had no use for anymore and was pretty much just collecting dust. Like I would never use that in anything that I that I want to have run still. <laughs> 
I feel like another kind of bad thing that's happened in this scenario is that the fact it's been reported on. Like, yeah. as you said, the <laughs> person who found that backpack probably didn't even care for the USB. But now that this news story is going around, knowing that there's all these oh, residents' yeah. data, I mean, if if that bag has ended up in the hands of a person who uh, has a slight... Uh, yeah, the coleslaw killer. Yeah, exactly. The- <laughs> <laughs> who knows what they're going to do with it now? They, they could have just had almost thrown that USB out. And now they're like, hang on. I'm going to try to crack this code. Yeah, true. And if they had the, that's so true. Yeah. If they had the bag and didn't already get rid of the USB, they're like, I have I have all of the power. Exactly. I have the power they of this whole They use that as a bargaining chip now. They oh, are. my goodness. True. Yeah. I didn't even consider that. <laughs> oh, man. I just feel like this is one of those moments where it, if you're in the, that contractor's shoes, you'd be thinking... I am totally getting fired. For sure. This. Like this is, there's, there's a lot of things back? I could do where I just get a slap on the wrist, but this I am getting fired <laughs> for. So we just heard a story about someone who almost definitely very much likely will be getting fired for their <laughs> slight blunder <laughs> that occurred yeah. in there uh, when they were not at work. And it kind of just got me thinking about some of the things that are out there in the world that someone has invented at some point. And honestly, this is my, in my personal opinion, I don't think they should have been invented. And not <laughs> saying that the person who invented them should be fired, but I mean, Maybe if somewhere along the line they were just told to stop doing that. Uh, yeah, some some ask things to might resign. Perhaps. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps some things might be a little a little better off. So I started making a list of these sort of items and why I think the person who invented them should have been fired. And then it kind of took me down a weird spiral where I then was looking at weird products online and I found this list that was Amazon, like the weirdest Amazon products. And let me tell you. They were very, very weird. So <laughs> this list is a combination of things that I think the person who invented them should have been fired. And then also some really weird Amazon products. So we're going to get a little oh, bit of everything. Oh, my goodness. A yes. smorgasbord of fun. <laughs> so where it starts is something that I've definitely mentioned on Zap the Podcast before. And that is that I think the person should be fired who invented those weird skinny speed bumps that keep popping up everywhere. (laughs) I will not rest until I understand why (laughs) these are a thing because they are so annoying. Seriously, as I don't mind a normal speed bump that, you know, is like, and I get it's, it's hard. It's cement. You've got to like shape it or whatever. I don't know, but it's, it's not, I don't mind slowing down for that and and going over it like a little... It kind of feels nice as the driver. Yeah, it's fun. It it spices up the drive. Exactly, exactly. Whereas the... And if you don't know what I'm speaking about, it's those speed bumps that are like thinner than the inside or not even thinner than the inside of your wheels. It's almost like a really awkward... Yeah, not as wide as your car. So you have to really get the most perfect angle to go over these things and they're plastic. So it looks like you could just very easily set them up, which is why I assume they, they, they make these and distribute them so widely because they're just, you know, easy to produce. Yeah. (laughs) But boy, as a driver, are they very, very annoying to drive over. So that is the first thing. Um, the next one and this one, (laughs) I'm not really sure what I was thinking, but, um, it's the, the person who invented the silent K, 
Um, I'm not really sure, you know, like oh, knife. Yeah, like, like in yeah, or, knife or, or no. knight or... Yeah. yeah. To me, I was just like, it's a bit random. Like, why did we... Why is the silent K a thing? Yeah. Not really who, sure. Who invented... And I suppose who is a good word for it. Who invented silent letters? Yeah. They're just... A, they're a little trick, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. And on that note... Actually, while we're on this topic... <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm actually quite passionate about this. Okay. Um... Who who needs C and K to be together, right? Like in the word back, you could just True. have the K there. You don't True. need the C there. I feel like C is almost redundant because it either makes a K sound, which you can achieve with K, or, an, or a S sound, which you can achieve with S. You, know you don't need it. I, this is freaky, but... And maybe it's because I just Googled who invented silent letters, but I just typed into Google, why is there a... And then the first thing that came up was K in knife. No. Yes. No. Something is listening to me because I literally just typed Y is there are and then K in knife came up. And then the next thing below it is lettuce shortage. (laughs) 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 That's quite good. I like that. But yeah, so silent letters, bizarre. But I... You know, it's too late for that now. The next one, (laughs) and this is also going back a very, very far time, but I was thinking if the person who first invented the plastic bag was fired before they invented the plastic bag, that would have saved us so many issues right now because now we're having to ban plastic bags. And so if only the person who who invented the plastic bag way back when knew the kind of negative impact that the plastic bag had had on us, it just would have, it would have saved us a lifetime of hassle. And yeah, yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. If if, I reckon if the person who created the plastic bag even met one turtle, this could have all been avoided. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> then this is where I started to go down the Amazon spiral. And I must say I was a little bit disappointed when the first thing on the list. So just this list is called um, the 100 weirdest Amazon products that makes oh, no sense yeah. and all the sense. <laughs> so I've, I've picked out some specific ones, but oh, okay. yeah, I'm, <laughs> don't worry. I must say I was very disappointed when... Number two on the list was the KFC romance novel. Uh, no! Yes, yes, it was. Um, I, I, why can I not remember the name? I think it was called Tender like Tender Wings, Wings of, of Desire. Desire. Yeah, okay. I had that in my head, but I was not sure that it was right. But yes, that was number two on the list, which I, I was very that. disappointed in. I almost didn't keep scroll- scrolling, but yeah. um, boy, I'm glad Surely that I did. I would, I'd just report that website for I misinformation yeah. immediately. <laughs> So one of the things on the list is a 27 pound bucket of mac and cheese. Now, this was <laughs> it was a bit shocking in itself, but really the most shocking thing I found was that it was $170 and I think that's in USD as well. What? And I was hang just on. scared. Which Let's let's run some numbers here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I think hang it's on. 12 get, 12 kilos is what I'm seeing and it's 180 servings. Hang of on, mac and hang cheese. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. So it's 170 US dollars. Yes. Right. Okay, 170. I'm gonna you, you continue. I'm gonna do some calculations okay. here. So the next one is a thing called chicken arms. And essentially it's not what you think. <laughs> it is not 
a chicken's arms. It is arms that you can buy for a chicken. Apparently the little tiny arms that you can slide onto a wing, which apparently is comfortable for the chicken to wear and won't injure them in any way. Um, however, the ad does say you might get injured when you double over laughing at your poor chicken. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's a thing. Which probably shouldn't be a thing. I don't. I don't really I, understand. I love that someone's like, "There's because they say with like inventing, it's always you've got to. You, there's a problem that needs solving, right? Mm, yeah, and that's where that's where invention begins. And someone's like, "My chickens don't look dumb enough. Like <laughs> yeah. my chickens, they they're they're looking a bit too normal for my liking." And let's so give them some. <laughs> I, I misunderstood, actually. I thought they slid on the wing, but there's like, it's sort of like a headband. So it like goes around their neck as if they're wearing a necklace and then the arms oh. kind of hang down the front. I will post a picture of this somewhere on yeah. our social media because Certainly. it really is a sight to be seen. Oh, yeah. Um, The next thing, and this I'm actually intrigued and might have to look into for getting us for Zap, but it is play-doh that is quote-unquote grown-up scents so apparently <laughs> these grown-up scents are oh no my laptop's frozen well one oh there we go so the first one is a overpriced latte so it's coffee scented <laughs> the next one is mum jeans which is the clean denim scent then we have <laughs> grill king which is smoked meats scent we also have Dad Sneakers, which is rubber, Spa Day, floral, and Lord of the Lawn, which is fresh cut grass. My my <laughs> question here, right, is that uh, do they make, like, kid-scented Play-Doh? Yeah, like, true. Is there a strawberry-scented Play-Doh? And if there is, they shouldn't be making that. Yeah, it's yeah, just true. a surefire way to get kids to eat Play-Doh. And that, like, that Grill Master Play-Doh is just going to... Kids are just going to eat the Play-Doh. Yeah, well, I guess this is why it's Play-Doh for grown-ups. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hopefully the grown-ups I, oh. aren't tempted to eat the freshly cut grass. Man, um. <laughs> I remember, uh, like, when I was young, they hadn't added whatever it is now that makes Play-Doh taste bad. Play-Doh used to be so yummy. I, what? I definitely ate Play-Doh. Oh, I, my gosh. I, confession time, I ate Play-Doh. Am I, like, maybe I ne- I might be weird for never have tried it. Like, I don't think I... Because it was just... I, I forget the ingredients, but you can make your own Play-Doh. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. pretty easy. But it's like a lot of salt goes into it. Yeah. And so it's just like... It's like a weird, a weird savoury snack. <laughs> <laughs> Jono would get home from school and couldn't wait to, to have a bit of Play-Doh for afternoon yeah. tea. Yeah, I got to school. I'm like, oh, forgot my lunch today. That's all right. I'll dig into some of the Play-Doh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was, it's not like, sorry, I should clarify. It's not like I was out there eating Play-Doh on the reg. <laughs> from the tub. But I definitely had, yeah, I did just have a tub that I was snacking <laughs> on all the time. No, but there were, I, I have distinct memories of occasions in like preschool where I ate some Play-Doh. There you go. <laughs> the things you find out. Yeah, there's a, there's a little insight. You I'm don't still... That... <laughs> what were you saying? Sorry. I'm worried that that, yeah, that has... I've put a target on myself there as a Play-Doh eater. Yeah. Um, but no, I, your next question I, I thought was going to be, do you still eat Play-Doh? And the answer to that is no. Oh, well, I was going to ask, do you still get like a little yearning for a taste? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I get a hankering for some <laughs> for some Play-Doh. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, the Play-Doh of today just won't satsatisfy that, that craving. Yeah. <laughs> the 
la- next and final thing that I found, whilst I could have kept going for all 100, I thought it was a an interesting one for us to end on. And it is, well, the website described it as, um, wait, I've just lost it. Oh, no. Well, I can tell you what the actual Amazon product description is, and that is, Finger covers for cheesy, greasy, sticky fingers. They're finger food utensils. So basically, I I don't even know how to describe that. They're like little uh, slippers almost for your fingers. So you put like, I know, you put like two, one on your pointer finger, one on your um, index finger, and then one on your thumb. And then so you can pick up like a Cheeto or a Twisty or any sort of chip, I suppose, that, and your fingers won't get little like chip residue. Or, that makes me unreasonably yeah. upset. Yeah, it's it's disappointing. Although I found the way the website described it was cheese dust finger protectors. So <sighs> fired, so you're fired. <laughs> yeah, you are absolutely fired. If you have to create a utensil for finger food, <laughs> there is something severely wrong going on. Like it's finger food. You're yeah. it with your hands. That is, it's it's hand. Eden, yeah. You may as well be grabbing yourself a, a fork and eating your chips yeah. with a fork if you're going Just to be using with these finger fork. protectors. You don't need finger protectors. Yeah, eat it. Okay, no, that is. I, I think that's a good distinction. Yeah. Eat it with a fork or with your fingers. Choose one. We're not having some <laughs> weird in-between finger covers. Like I'm not. You don't get thimbles on your fingers and then <laughs> and then snack into a, a bag of twisties. That is outrageous. No, yep, I'm no. genuinely upset about that. <laughs> I can tell. Let's go fire them quick before Jono um, gets yeah, any more mad. <laughs> So dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so unhappy about that. Who does I'll send you Hang a photo. On. Oh, I'll send you the Amazon link. Actually. Oh, yeah. I hate that. That's so dumb. Yes. Yeah, or just bad. wear gloves. <laughs> this didn't there's there's no world in which this needed to exist. There is no world. That is so dumb. No. If you look at the photo, it's just a Oh, is it? It looks like a terrible Photoshop. Oh wait, the woman eating awful. it? No, oh. the just the the hand. It doesn't look. I don't know. Maybe it's just the. It looks like of a fake chip. It looks like a fake hand. Actually, everything looks yeah, fake about it. Yeah, it doesn't look real. <laughs> yeah, it's Man. A, and I. Why do they come in different colors? Like. <laughs> It's not an accessory. <laughs> what, what are we doing? This is no fashion product. Yeah. I'm not going to be more convinced if it comes in lime green as opposed <laughs> to forest green. Oh, this my gosh. Dumb. This is very dumb. Zap the Podcast merch is finally here, and you can check it out by heading to zapthepodcast.store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, and more, all with original designs, beautifully printed on quality fabric. So head on over to zapthepodcast.store and get yours today. Today, we're talking Don't Tell the Boss, or... I'm going to get fired for that. That's sort of the theme of the day. And I thought it would be a wonderful time to delve back into a tale from the cinema. Now, as far as tales from the cinema go, this is, I think it's the oldest one I've brought to the show. Um, Is it your first day on the job? No, not my first day on the job. (laughs) Um, It it occurs back when uh, I was working 
as like I, I was on like the the frontline team. I was at the candy Ooh, bar before um, you were manager selling Jono. tickets. Yeah, before I was big scary manager. Jono. <laughs> um, and I was part of the sort of um, supervisor slash training team. Right. So for for new employees, so when. Uh, a new person was rusted on, I'd be there to show them the ropes and get them settled into doing all the duties sort of in, in the best ways possible and, and nice. all that sort of stuff. Um, and so this was one of those days. Uh, we just hired a uni-age guy who who was... Um, uh, we'd, we'd hired him because he was available on weekdays uh, to help out with the weekday nine-to-five shifts, which I've, I've talked about before as the most boring <laughs> shift uh, in the in the whole week of the cinema. Um, and this guy's name was Rob. Uh, I'm still really good mates with Rob and, uh, I, I still catch up with him regularly. So this is not to throw shade at him, <laughs> but more, uh, it's just a funny little mess up that happened on what I'm pretty sure was Rob's second shift as a oh, cinema dear. employee. <laughs> uh, so there we were on the dreaded nine to five weekday shift. Very boring. Um, and well, I guess when you think about it, there's not a large demand for cinemas during the day on weekdays. And so as a result, um, we were able to just like smash through all the training stuff we had mm. to do. We, we plowed through the training sheets. I showed him a few things. Um, and it sort of left us without much to do, uh, which was often the case on these weekday <laughs> shifts. So we then decided to keep ourselves busy and do some like little detail cleaning of some of the equipment. Um, and at the cinema I worked at, we had the pick and mix lollies. So these huge plastic containers Mm, filled with lollies for your picking and mixing pleasure. And it had come time for them to be emptied out and given a once over. Um, so now to clean these massive, uh, we call them hoppers, big lolly hoppers or containers. Um, you had to first take all the lollies out of the containers and place them into like a big bag as temporary storage because mm. the lollies were perfectly good. Um, we just wanted to main, mainly just clean any sugar or sticky residue off the containers. You know, um, that's so that interesting because was... I did, wouldn't have known that you did that. And so now I feel quite confident knowing that it's yeah. a thing that's done. Yeah, um, and it was it was probably done quite regularly because right. there was a lot of like every weekday there was not a lot to oh, do. Okay, so, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so yeah, I was I was showing Rob the procedure, emptying the lollies out into the bag um, by like tipping up the container while holding the bag over the mm. opening so they just all fall into the bag, and then giving the inside a good spray and wipe until it was all clean, and then drying it all off putting the lollies back in and you're all done. Like it was pretty straightforward. Right. So Rob got to work and was doing it all fine as I watched and assisted. Um, and then a customer came up, so I went to serve them. But as I finished up the transaction um, I, and turned back toward Rob, I caught him right at the moment. <laughs> he was tipping the lollies into the bag, except I don't think he had... Uh, he didn't quite get them into the bag. I don't think oh. he had a good grip on the bag or something. And so they all, they, they just sort of pushed the bag to the floor and all spilled onto the floor. Oh, and no. we're, we're talking like a few kilos of lollies oh. dropping from the container and splatting onto the ground. That would have been like $1,000 worth, right? Like oh, yeah, in if movie you're cinema, retail yeah. Price. Oh man, that was, you'd need a mortgage to pay off that. <laughs> now, of course, I thought this was hilarious because in my yeah. eyes, it was firstly just funny to see the lollies smack onto the ground in such a fashion and secondly um because like looking at rob's face like it was a pretty funny mistake and also (laughs) mostly harmless but rob this was his second day on the shift and um i'm I'm sort of i'm cackling while he's kind of like oh no what have i just done like how serious is this um 
and but but my cackling had uh, caught the attention of the manager on duty oh, no. who came out of the office um and from the office from the door where it opens you've got like a straight line of sight to like dead ahead of you to where the incident took place <laughs> and um so the manager on duty his name was Ollie and he was he was a he was a really funny guy um but he came out of the office saw the pile of alloys on the floor and um then just turned around and went back into the nice. office. <laughs> I've seen enough. He didn't enough. say a word, but you could see from the look on his face that he was in no mood to deal with it. Um, I'm very I mean, curious. What kind of lollies were they? Do you remember? I'm not sure. I oh that that's a that's a detail. Mm. I don't think I remember. That's I'm okay. pretty sure it was. <laughs> uh, it wasn't like any of the sour lollies that have like the sugar on the outside. I'm pretty sure it was like like a gummy. Uh, lolly, like okay. uh, I don't know. That's it, okay. it probably I was just wondering would've... if it was one that I would like be so upset that it was like, oh, so yeah. many gone to ways. We had if it was like... something like teeth. I would have been like, oh, yeah, chuck them. Oh, on the floor. I love teeth. Oh, no, actually, what? I'm a big fan. Of... <laughs> <laughs> it's Play-Doh. Likes lolly yeah. teeth. What? Yeah, what is going okay. on, Jono? <laughs> I'm, I'm being profiled right now. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I have no idea which one it was. And like in the end, no one really got in trouble. Um, That's good. Rob and I just had to throw out the floor lollies and get some new ones from the storeroom to replace <laughs> them. Um, but man, I, I, I don't think I'll forget that anytime soon. <laughs> just like second day on. I shift. wish I'd seen it. <laughs> Massive blunder. Oh, very funny. <laughs> So in true Zap fashion, I have gone and created a very loosely related <laughs> segment to our main theme <laughs> of the show, which is kind of all about, I'm going to get fired for this and don't tell the boss. And when we came up with that theme, it kind of got me thinking about some of the things that I might have done in school. As you know, we've once read the time I wrote an essay to the tune of a song. I believe it was yep. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yes. That, and- yeah, that was <laughs> impressive. Uh, yeah, that's very good. I know that there is other instances of things like that out there, but in I was unable to find them for some reason today. But instead, I found what is quite a treasure and whilst I don't think anyone would have got in no one definitely would have got in trouble for this or fired for this but perhaps if it was submitted as something that an adult would have done they would have got fired for this and what I mean by that is when I was in year one our teacher got us to all write like stories like just a kind of it was like a writing exercise so we got to write yeah. a little story however long however short you wanted and she put them all together into a book and like fully bound it and everything and I was telling Jono before that when she retired because um, she was retiring at the end of the year everyone could take something from her classroom and for some reason I was the one who got to take home our 1C come and read stories and <laughs> I'm very glad that I did because these stories are very entertaining and they're obviously written by children, which is why I think if they were submitted yeah. as an adult, like here I've finished my novel, um, it's <laughs> yeah. three sentences long and <laughs> yes, they probably would get fired if they submitted this, but yeah. I thought it would be fun to read some of them out because they are awfully entertaining and I should start with the one that myself and my friend Joanna wrote 
ours isn't very funny compared to the others. I feel like we really tried to take it seriously. A lot of the <laughs> stories are written, I'm not even joking, and they're three sentences long, whereas Joanna Ooh. and I, we went for the chapter approach. Um, not much of a plot, but um, here it is. So the story is called Joanna, Rebecca, Emma the Cat, and Spotty the Dog. Once upon a time, there were two girls that lived in a castle. There were 600 rooms in the castle. The <laughs> oldest was Rebecca, uh, Joanna. Rebecca and Joanna loved to play in their giant backyard and pick the flowers. One day, there was a cat in their backyard. They called it Emma. They played with it all day. The next day, they went to the shops to buy Emma a ball. Chapter two. <laughs> the next day, <laughs> Joanna got Emma her milk. After breakfast, they took Emma for a walk. On the way, they saw a lost dog, so they took it back to their house and called it Spotty because it was Spotty. They made <laughs> they made her a bed to sleep in. When Spotty was sleeping, Joanna was watching spooky stories on the TV and Spotty was scared of the ghosts, especially the vampires. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Chapter three. After breakfast, Joanna and Rebecca went out into the garden to play with the cat and dog. They went to the shops and they went to the cafe and Rebecca had an ice cream and Joanna had a block of chocolate. <laughs> they went home and they lived happily ever after. The end. 21st of June, 2004. Wow, that wow. was only a few days ago and <laughs> several years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the... <laughs> Next, oh, yeah, what a wonderful story. I love, um, <laughs> it was called Spotty because it was Spotty. <laughs> because it was Spotty. And I just love the the needless excess of 600 rooms. I in know. The castle. <laughs> <laughs> and being scared of, scared of ghosts, especially vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Spookiest type of ghost. <laughs> yeah. This next story is called Cinderella, uh, written by someone else that was in our year one class. Once upon a time, there was a, there lived a girl named Cinderella. She had a bad mother, and her mother loved her two sisters. One day, a little boy came and gave them a letter. Her sister said to her, You can't go to the ball. So she didn't go. The end. <laughs> <laughs> that is genius. It's oh, my goodness. Brilliant writing. That is, that, is, that is some good, like parody slash satire from yeah. someone that young that is great it is That's, they're onto something <laughs> that is potential right there far out the other story is called the 11th fairy long ago a king and queen had a baby and its name was emily when she was 13 she pricked her finger and died but the 11th fairy still hadn't given her wish to the baby the 11th fairy said she will prick her finger and sleep for a hundred years and when a prince kisses her, she will wake up and get married. It was true. The end. <laughs> I don't even get that. Did she die and then hadn't got a wish? And then she was 13 and then suddenly was a baby again? Like, I, I just confused. love how... Uh, I, I'm a big fan of the assumed knowledge yeah. that you are aware of the 10 other fairies and what they have done. <laughs> True. It's like the kid writing it must have read a book where like there was 11 fairies. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then and it's, just it's taken just that. That, that are like just not being aware yeah. that other people don't have the same mindset coming into it as, oh, the, as the kid writing I it. I think it. that's so funny. <laughs> this next one is called A Cat called Jill. 
once a cat called Jill went to the park, she went on the swing and then went on the slide. (laughs) Every time Jill went on the slide, it got smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until it disappeared. Then Jill disappeared. The end. (laughs) Rest in peace, Jill the cat. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh gosh! I've got to keep going. There's so there's okay. There's three more I want to get through. Okay. okay, this one's called the princess. The princess and the prince were walking through the forest. They saw a fox and it was really scary. Then they hit him with a stick and it ran home. Then they lived happily ever after. The fox was dead forever and ever. <laughs> the end. <laughs> That's so violent. So violent, but they lived happily ever after. <laughs> Because the other one so far, it's like, they died or yeah. something like that. But this one, they beat the fox with a stick. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, this one isn't much better. This one's called The Unicorns. Remember, this is written by kids in year one as well. Year one. Far All right, out. this one, The Unicorns. My family and I saw a unicorn in the trees. And in the little trees, the unicorn was versing another unicorn. Both of them died. The end. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. (laughs) Unicorn, mutually assured destruction, the novel. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, actually, that was the last story that I'd selected for us to read. So what a one to end on. (laughs) man. That's so good. I think... It's it it is truly magical to to get a glimpse into the world through a, a year one kid's yeah. mind. Like, um, what were we thinking? But also, I think we were all slight creative geniuses. Um, yeah, there's there's creativity. There's just no structure. Yeah, no, absolutely no structure. A bit like some of our podcast episodes. Yeah, creative but without structure. <laughs> at the podcast uh, well on that note it does bring us toward the end of the episode uh, which albeit sad uh, I think it's been a, a jolly good one today um, so thank you very much for listening make sure to check us out on our social media at zap the podcast and um, also check out our store zap the podcast dot store uh, we have a whole bunch of merch and various things available there we've got some stuff I'm, I'm thinking of making maybe be another design at some point soon so keep your eyes peeled for that um and i've worded it in that way so that it's uh non-committal um (laughs) keep your eyes peeled for a very long time potentially yeah yeah exactly there's no there's no (laughs) there's no due date for that one (laughs) uh but thank you very much uh once again for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode of zap bye bye